is what it is. I'm back after a very short hiatus. And honestly, that hiatus wasn't even planned. Like, I know sometimes I could schedule out some time away. But this one wasn't even planned this time, y'all. And I'm sorry. Y'all be cussing me out. <laughs> y'all was like, is that the last episode? We got questions for Leonard and Ryan. Blah, 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 blah. And I promise you, I'm going to um, compile the questions and um, I'll speak with both Leonard and Ryan to see how they want to go about it. Do they want to jump on live? Do they want to do another episode? We will get to that when we get to it. But I hear y'all. I'm sorry. Um, shout out to D. Derek from Behind the World Podcast. Um, number one supporter. And, and I'm not saying this in a shady way to anybody who supports me. But let me tell y'all something. Derek don't give me no breaks like <laughs> and I mean in a great way like every time I cross paths with Derek it's always what you're working on what you need what you're working on what you need what you're working on what you need um and there are times where I'm often like bro I'm working on making sure these girls lives is going in the right direction I don't really need anything and and as of recently I'm like Although I still don't need anything, um, like I don't need him to help me with anything. I don't need him to extend himself in any way, but I needed time. Um, and there's always, every time me and Derek cross paths with each other, there's always this gem that he drops. And I don't real, I don't think he realizes that he's doing it, right? Because Derek will see me and I won't even see him. I'll be like, prime example, the other day, I'm in Dunkin' Donuts. I'm on the phone with my homegirl, Sandy. Going in, I'm going crazy. Something had happened. I don't know what happened, but I was having a full-on vent session on the phone with Sandy in Dunkin' Donuts. And I feel this tap on the shoulder. And in my head, I'm like, who the fuck is touching me? Because <laughs> that's just how I am. Like, I don't I don't be liking people touching me. Y'all know that. But if I let you touch me, which Derek is one of those people, when I see Derek, he gets hugged, all that. Um, but I'm like, who is touching me in Dunkin' Donuts? And when I turn around, Derek got the camera out. And I was just like, ah, Derek. <laughs> And I love him. Um, when I say he gives me no break, it's like he does not allow me to forget who I am and what I'm capable of. And I appreciate that. Um, Derek often is someone, y'all know I don't have a problem with being on camera, but Derek be having his camera ready like, nah, who are you? And I have to tell people who I am. Sometimes I give him the short version. Sometimes I'll, I'll give them the long, drawn-out version of who I am. But Derek, I appreciate you for never holding back. I appreciate that. Um, it's, for me... To see, to know that there are people who have my best interest at heart when I'm, when I don't even know that this is my best interest, that is something that sticks with me forever. Um, and it's not to overlook anyone who also does that, but my relationship and the bond that I have with Derek is so special to me, and it's something that um, I just needed to publicly say thank you, not just on Instagram, but for those who be here, definitely check him out um, and stuff like that. But I've been a little MIA. And I've been MIA for a couple reasons. One, adulting just gets us. Y'all know, me and Shay, first of all, shout out to everybody who be asking about Shay because y'all ain't forget about her. My sister's still the, the best co-host in in the damn game. Um, she is still a part of one, well, Wonder Girls Legacy. I can't even get my mind off other shit. She's still a part of Black Girl Tea. I will in no way ever ask her out of it. This is just as much her baby as it is mine. Um... I appreciate y'all for always making, you know, reaching out like, hey, we ain't hear nothing from Shay. She good. We heard from her around New Year's. We ain't hear from her again. And she good. And I appreciate that. 
Um, I tell her every time somebody asks about her, I send her, you know, messages when y'all be saying stuff. So she knows that y'all love her still. Um, she's done some some amazing things, and I'm always gonna give her the opportunity to tell her story herself. But Shay, I am proud of you. I love you. Continue to do great. And I was gonna say something else. I just lost my train of thought because I got a text message. This is why your phone should be on. Do not disturb when you record it. Um, continue to do great, Shay. Like I think sometimes. I don't, I don't like to speak on things that she has going on because I just don't think it's my place. But she knows I'm proud of her. I always shout her out. She's doing her thing. Um, but when she's ready for y'all to know what she got going on and put y'all on her business, she's going to tell y'all. So just look out for Shay. As y'all always know, she's doing her great thing. Um, but like I was saying, we always have this plan. More so recently, we have this plan. And we're like, we're going to do this and this and this and this and this. And we're gonna do it just like this, and God be like, "Ki ki ki, I'm about to elevate y'all." So that's going out, going right out the window. And then we get elevated, we get a little bit deprived, like we get sleep deprived, we get motivated. I don't, even, we don't get motivated anymore. We just lack motivation. We just lack emotion. We just lack in in, and we just get bored. That's what it is. It's not necessarily that we're lacking. We just get bored. We're very advanced women. We wear multiple hats. We do the damn thing. Um, but there comes a point where we're just like, Ugh. like, I don't want to do that no more. And God be like, sit your ass down and do it. <laughs> so where we've come across, well, I've come across one of those times in life again, where I was not motivated. I was drained. I was just not happy. I was just blah. Um, recently going through this weird, like, time of life where womanhood set in for me which not saying I was any less of a woman before but I experienced something a piece of womanhood that I didn't realize was a part of womanhood um I had to experience it also just realizing that like workplace situations are annoying as usual I'm not gonna quit my job or nothing because y'all know me and she be ready to quit a job <laughs> y'all don't need me here I don't need y'all here I'm gone that'd be the energy but just realizing, and I'll go deeper into the worksheet a little later in the episode, but just realizing, like, I just want something else. And sometimes the timing of wanting something else isn't always the perfect timing, and it's so annoying. But that's why I've been mad, y'all. I appreciate everyone who came out to the 100 Girls Student Fundraiser, all of those who donated, all of those who helped make it happen. Like, I appreciate y'all. Even though 100 Girls Leading is not my organization per se, I'm just a board secretary. Like, to see my Black Girl T home, homies and family and, and friends, like, pulling up to that and was just like, girl, we here. What, we, what you need from us? I appreciate that so much. Those girls appreciate it so much. There's those girls' parents and guardians and families, they appreciate it. So continue to show out for me. Um, and it's not even necessarily showing out for me, but I appreciate y'all. I appreciate how dedicated y'all are, that y'all dig and tap into my other endeavors. I appreciate that so much. Because y'all can be selfish and be like, Nye from Black Girl Tea, we want her all the time. But the fact that y'all be like, let me tap into Nye's personal life and see what she's doing in her career, that goes a long way. I appreciate it. I love y'all so much for that. And we're going to chat about some other stuff. We're about to get up into this. This episode going to be a little bit around, all over the place, right? So, where do I want to start? I'm talking about the work drama because that is something it's work drama that also happens in real life and I know I'm not the only person who deals with stuff like this um 
and I'm gonna talk about it. So, I'm not gonna talk about what job it is, I'm not gonna talk about who the person is. For the sake of the story, I'm gonna call her Tina Marie. Um, I started working with Tina Marie back in 2020. Um, amazing woman, very talented, smart, intelligent, like Shawty is the bomb. She's an older woman. When I was talking to Tina Marie, you know, we've had those moments where um, I would pour out to her, I really want to do this with my life. I want to learn how to do this. I need to do that. If she would do something and I was like, oh, can we, like, can you sit down and teach me the ways of that? What's the proper way of doing it? I want to write this out. What's the language that I need to know? And she would do it. That was from 2020 all the way up until December 2021. That was our relationship. End of December 2021, it started getting a little rocky because it became uh, a lot of people started having the conversations of older people need to gracefully bow out and let the younger generation lead. And I'm a very big advocate for that. Like some of these older people be sitting on these boards and in these positions for 30, 40 years, just old and tired. And it's not to be disrespectful, but like y'all have no more energy, but y'all want me to come in and put my energy to work, but you're not want, you don't want to give me the title. You don't want to give me the seat. You don't want to give me the pay, the payout for it. Um, and honestly, like since it's time for Tina Marie to go, like get the fuck out of the seat. And Tina just became, because I'm one of those younger people who I didn't kiss her ass um, I asked for help when it was needed, but when I didn't need help, I let it be known I don't need help. Um, you know, maybe you go and work with Jocelyn. Maybe you go work with Raina. Maybe you go work with whoever. Um, it became one of those things of like, oh, she thinks she know it all. And I didn't, but I know where I need help and I know where, um, I'm, I'm very aware of my opportunities of growth and, and a weakness for me. So I'm like, I, when I'm prevailing in something and I'm going super strong and hard, I have my system going. I don't necessarily need you to chime in right here. When I need help, I know to ask for it and I know that I can come to you and get it. But because I wasn't including her in everything, she then be, we became enemies of each other in her head. Because in my head, sis was still an ally for me. She was still advocating for me. She was still paving the way. Her position is really one of those things like, this woman walked so that I could run. And I knew that. I never ever took that from her. But in December 2021, that's when things started to change for us. It became... Um, she became very cold toward me. When I did need help, it was, you can figure it out yourself. Or you can ask the people that you normally work with. And then, all actuality, I was working by myself. It just was people who I knew that can, you know, if I needed to, if we play in Uno, I know that sis only really know how to play spades. So, I can't ask Tina Marie, because she don't know the rules of Uno. So, I would ask other people. But what she wanted me to do was, hey, I'm playing Uno, and I know you don't know how to play, but can you, how can you get me to win? And it's not that that is a wrong mindset, but that's just not how it works for me. I need somebody who I know, like, I'm going to go to the UNO champion. Even though I know Tina Marie got resources to get me other things that I need to know, UNO champion is number one. Champion, sit down with me and tell me how you got there. What what do I need to do? Mentor me. Get me to where I need to be. Yes, I'm going to keep Tina Marie's resources in the back of my mind. I'm going to actively use them and and. In the best way possible, I'm going to exhaust our resources so I can be the best me that I can be when it comes down to playing Uno. But this just wasn't our time to shine. And then it became an issue. Um, as time went on, we were supposed to build things all together. It just didn't happen. And um, I ended up being removed from a couple of projects that she was on. Not because of her or because of me. Just because um, it had became a thing where like Tina Marie and her team really keen in and they do really well in this aspect of things. And I and her team really did good on these things. So work as two separate teams working for the same goal 
Um, but then it just became like she just started acting funny. And when it came time for her to give up her seat, and I was just like, sis, give up the fucking seat. <laughs> she wasn't. She ain't want no smoke with me. She ain't want fuck with me. Um, she didn't have really too much to say. And then she was the one day when she finally had something to say, she was super disrespectful. And um, it was so. It was one of those situations of disrespect where. My mom, treated, my mom, my grandmother, everybody who had who took part in in me being the individual that I am today, they raised me with respect. I have respect for elders, but y'all not gonna talk to me any type of way. I'm not. I'm not gonna call your phone being disrespectful. You're not gonna come off on being disrespectful. You're not gonna get in my face and scream and yell at me, and I'm not gonna do it back to you. Now, when you are screaming and yelling at me, when you are being disrespectful, I'm gonna let it be known. You're really affecting me in a negative way right now. And thank God, thank God for Jesus, because. If this would have been a few months ago when I was going through some shit, I wouldn't have been a respectful individual. But it's like I let so much slide out of the respect that I have for an elder that it got to a breaking point for me. And I was just like, bro, like, I'm done. I'm, you're not going to disrespect me. I'm not going to disrespect you. And I, you don't got nothing to say to me. It is what it is. <laughs> it ain't what it ain't. And we're going to keep it pushing. Um, but I just, after having that, experience with her I realized that like this is the reality of being a young individual and it's not everybody's experience but being the young individual that I am there are going to be people who don't want to who don't want me to surpass them and it's such a horrible thing because y'all be and when I say y'all speaking to the older generation and it's not everybody in the older generation but the older generation be 62 years old with kidney failure, still holding on to a seat rather than, you know, making sure that they're healthy and in good spirits and doing what they got to do before they pass away, that they'll be so selfish and mean and, and just gritty and bitter toward the younger generation. And and at the end of the day, y'all using us for our energy. And that's what it keeps going back for me on. Like, sis, you wanted me to win up until it meant that you had to gracefully bow out. And there's no losing when you gracefully bow out. Like... When you know that you've ran your course and it's time for you, when your chapter is over, when you've ran the race and, and as Candace say, folded up the tent and <laughs> like when that, when that type of stuff is done, like, and you, you completed your course, there's no losing in that. But this older generation would rather see us lose rather than bow out. And that's something that's so hurtful for me. And it wasn't just um, Tina Marie who put me in that particular situation. It was multiple people. Um, but it just hurt it so much more for me. I don't care when when the white when white women do me dirty. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't expect them to do to do right by me at all. And I don't expect black women to do right by me either. However, it hurts so much when a sister act like she can't extend her hand to me. When a sister act like we enemies. When we y'all know how hard it is for us to get to these places. And you get in this place and you sit there and you become so bitter and hard and ugly. I'm gonna be honest. It's ugly behavior. And y'all don't want to soften and help this young... Listen, if you're the first... If this organization has been around for 100 years and 80 years in, you're the first black person and you hold that seat for 20 years, you need to be putting things in place so that you are not just the first or the last. Because when you're there for 20 years and you don't put nothing in place, you're not teaching us how to take over the throne, you gracefully age out. And you get you the first and only black person that was ever in the position, and then they put somebody else white in the position. You need to like y'all need to actively lead properly, and that's all I'm gonna say on that. Another reason why I've been I've been 
MIA is because I have, I mentor, y'all know I mentor younger girls. And when we talk about my podcast, they're like, I, I actively know, like some of the episodes that I have are not for children. And I don't ever plan on making this a, a platform where like children, it's children friendly content all the time because everything is not, everything is not for kids, number one. And two, um, a lot of what I'm, I'm, I talk about is things that I'm dealing with, with as a 25 year old. And although some of these girls are 18 and they're doing things on their own and they have to live this independent life because, you know, things that are happening at home, they need some of this guidance because they had to grow up too fast. Although I understand that's the reality, I don't want to, this is not, Black Girl Tea is for adults. And um, I listen to them when they're like, we want to listen to your podcast, but I don't understand what you're talking about. We don't, there's no content up there for us. There is, and I've, I've shared those episodes with them. Um, but they say these things to me, and then they're like, well, we need to, we want to talk about this and that and the third. And within talking about some of the stuff that we've talked about, something that's come up often is girl code, right? And this is where I'm going to shift into the, the topic for the episode, girl code. And these girls are 9 to 18 years old. And I'm 25. So for them, girl code is you don't talk to a boy that I like. You don't talk to a boy that I want to kiss. Like, that's girl code for them. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, when I was that age, girl code was if my period came on, you just held it down by giving me a pad. If my outfit didn't look right. You just held it down and said, friend, you should go and change. If my ponytail was coming out in the bag, you held it down and you had a brush and some jam in your purse for me. Like, we, my generation were not, and it's not everybody in my generation, just the same way it's not everybody in their generation. Um, we just were not necessarily boy crazy. Like, who we were as girls had nothing to do with a boy. Um, obviously, when she got to high school, that type of things changed because you got people who became sexually active. Um, you realize you were attracted to boys or girls or maybe even both. Um, but to be in middle school talking about girl code, like, I kissed him. You shouldn't have kissed him. What? My mom would have slapped me, bro. Like, and I, when I say these things to these young girls, they're like, oh, my God, miss, you're so old. And I'm like, bro, for some of y'all, I'm 10 years older than you. For some of y'all who graduate high school this year, you're 18, I'm 25. Like, you'll be 25 in the blink of an eye. And they're like, no, 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 it's different. You're old school. Da, da, da. No. I realized, though, the things that this new generation call old school is something that my generation calls morals and respect. And for me and my friends group, because I had to have a conversation with my friends group as well about girl code. And we were realizing that, like, girl code for us, although there's an entity of it that does include men, girl code for us had nothing to do with boys. It was, you hold me down, I hold you down. You you put my name in the atmosphere in a room full of opportunities, I do the same thing for you. You create a way for me, I create a way for you. You We, we have it down. Our girlhood and sisterhood was more so of, like, it takes a village. And we became that village for each other. The village starts, as so many of us say, the village starts at home. So those people in your neighborhood, those people who, you know, you see on the day-to-day, they became your village. And, and within our village of being six females from Bridgeport we held each other down and that became girl code like and girl code looks different for each friends group but for my friends group of my day ones like from people who I was friends with when I, from from a kid up until now that our girl code is so strong and it's not just I have six friends that have been like homies from childhood 
two of them are well including myself there's three girls there's three boys um that girl code when it comes to my sisters and my girlfriends is different than the girl code when it comes to my bros and i've acknowledged that but it also there's girl code within business there's girl code within every aspect of it and i just i had to make this episode to keen in on that because for me and we're going to start when it comes to to my friends group right girl code with us is you hold it down and i hold it down like i just said an example of that i want to say maybe a week now maybe even two um my friend sandy went to this to this brunch it was a networking opportunity they was talking blah blah she's talking to my homegirl bila i don't really know how the conversation went however it went sandy threw my name out they had a whole fit which stuff like that i love I love and appreciate, and shout out to the two of them, I love and appreciate when people put my name in a room full of opportunities and I'm not there. You support me so much that you went behind my back and supported me in front of people who don't even know me. You put my name in a room where motherfuckers probably had to end up Googling me. And I know it probably off the basis of their conversation, um, it may seem like something so small, but for me, it's like, damn, like, these women, they counted it not robbery to sit there and bask in the goodness of who Nye was and what Black Girl T does and what 100 Girls Nine does and, 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 and the sake of Nye. And for me, that's the norm. That's the bare minimum. But that's not girl code for these young girls. And I want them to hear what I'm saying right now. And um, I always will give you the option to hear, you hear me out and you apply it to your life or you hear me out and you don't. I'm always going to give them that. But in this episode right here, this little next few minutes, this was for my babies who want who wanted content on Black Girl Tea and you felt like it wasn't. Um, when it comes to my friends group, and I'm, I'm doing this based off of the notes that I took from their conversations. So with my friends group, we do not have sex with each other's significant others. We do not kiss each other's significant others, whether it's an ex or a homie from a long time ago. We don't do that. Like, that's just, that's that's our girl code when it comes to guys. Now, obviously, there are situations that y'all may feel like are touchy-feely. So, again, I'm going to keep this to my friends group because the best way for me to talk about things is to talk about my experiences and my friends group. So, I have two friends who, they've been friends they actually had their relationship and their bond before um, I met them. So they were cool. They know each other's exes, blah, 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 blah. When I became a part of the friends group, they one of them was more open with me than the other, which is the norm with certain things. Um, they didn't necessarily... I don't want to say they didn't want to talk about their boyfriends and stuff like that, but like, Y'all know when y'all the new person in a friends group, you don't know what the person know about y'all. You try to walk on the eggshell. So that's what it was. Um, and I had to figure out their girl code. Like, what y'all be doing? Because I was new. So we go out for the first time. And y'all know I love me some girl too. And there was a guy that was there that I had hugged. It was one of those. It wasn't. Y'all know the hug that dudes give y'all and y'all do the little side to side? It was one of those hugs. So they was like, oh, you know him? How you know him? And I was like, oh, we used to talk. But it wasn't anything. It was literally, and we went on a couple dates. And that was it. They was how you know him? And I'm like, yeah, like, this is what it is. So in the moment of that, they kind of gave me this look. And I'm like, what's that look about? And friend A was just like, oh, me and him used to date. 
and they didn't want me talking to him because her, him and her's relationship was a really bad relationship. Both of them played a part. Um, it did end in like some domestic violence, but that's not my experience with him. And they were like, oh, nah, like you need to, if you're okay with him putting his hands on a woman, that's fucked up, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's, I'm not okay with that. That's something that I did not know that he did to you, which I, you know, I'm so sad that that is your experience with him, but that's not the experience that I had. Um, and I'll explain, like, me and him have a really good relationship, and I'm not going to allow you to taint that relationship the same way I'm not going to disrespect him or y'all by having y'all in each other's faces. This is someone who does come to my birthday parties and my birthday dinners. This is someone who does, um, you know, if something happens to me in a great way, he celebrates me. If something happens in a bad way and I need him, you know, I need a shoulder to cry on, um, I have that friendship in him where we can do so. So I'm like, I would never let y'all cross paths, but I'm not going to turn my back on this individual because of y'all and they were like oh you're not you're not friends of us if you don't understand that aspect of things and I'm like I'm telling you that him putting his hands on you was absolutely wrong absolutely wrong there's nothing justifiable with that um but girl I can't I can't treat him different off the strength of you that's something I'm not willing to do and um it became a thing of like you're not our real friends blah 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 blah. and I was like listen I'm not at all taking your trauma from you I hear you, but this is my experience with him. And to this day, me and these individuals are no longer friends, which is fine. Um, but that just let me know when it came down to girl code, like, I'm not going to fuck my friends over on somebody else's behalf and vice versa. My experience with people is my experience with people. I'm going to take a stand. He was absolutely wrong for putting his hands on her. Absolutely wrong for putting his hands on her. And she was absolutely wrong for putting her hands on him. And I've made that, I took that stand. It's wrong. But her experience with him was not my experience with him. And he's been a phenomenal friend with me. And I dare not push him away because of what he did to her. Because that's not my experience. And those things get situations rocky. Also have a, a friend who is... Me and her, I don't even want to call her a friend because she's not a friend. But there was this guy. We're sitting in a restaurant together. And I'm like, oh, he's cute. Fire, blah, blah. We have a conversation about him. And um, she doesn't even necessarily say too much in regards to him. But the second time his name comes up, she tells me, like, she has sex with him. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, the first conversation from earlier was I was, I'm telling you that I'm actively pursuing this dude. And I think he's cute. Like, I'm actively doing these things. Um, And you held out on me. Did that make me feel different? In the moment, I was just like, ugh. Like, yeah. But this is also someone who's not my friend. Now, had that been someone, Brie, right? If me and Brie was talking, the first time I bring the person up, Brie didn't say nothing. Second time I bring him up, Brie said, oh, I had sex with him. It's a done deal. Because I have that established relationship with her that I know I'm not going to allow him coming into this affect this. But in that situation, it was very unclear, like, what the lines were. Um, uh, from me and her, like, we would be good one day, and then we would go several weeks without talking, and it wasn't a bond, like, y'all know me and Bianca be going MIA on each other, um, but that's the bond that me and her have in general, like, we were that cool with each other that we could go to two, three weeks and bounce back, this individual, our friendship was super new, um, it wasn't even a friendship, and I was just like, is it worth me I don't want to say, like, if I would pursue her, I would lose the opportunity with this dude because it would never be like that. I don't hold any dude to that standard. But, like, damn, like, I'm actively shooting my shot with this man. And it was going in, y'all. It was 
it's going in. Actually, it, it went in. I got him. <laughs> but like, I'm actively talking to him, actively having a conversation with him. We're, you know, we're actively building out our, our friendship. Um, which, when me and this girl, it wasn't necessarily that. And when I had the conversation with him of like what it was, he was like, it was just sex. It was nothing. I asked him how it would make him feel. He was like, if that's your friend, that's your friend. And he was like, it, it would kind of seem a little messy, but... And I was like, messy how? And I actively had to hold him, like, you know, hear him out. And within hear him out and create those boundaries for ourselves. And, you know, explaining to him the relationship that I have with her. He was like, oh, so that's not even your friend. And it's like, that's not my friend. She also, like, I gave her the opportunity to open up about certain things. She didn't. Although, did I cross girl code? In her eyes, maybe, because it's a dude involved. But in my eyes, no. Like, I gave everything an opportunity. We wasn't necessarily friends, so there was no code there. But it is what it is. Um, also, other things that's just messy, like, I don't even want to say messy. But if I see my friend's boyfriend out cheating, I'm going to handle the situation. I am. I'm going to be like, bro, what you doing? My homie at home. She know you here. She know you with these girls. She know that you're popping bottles. You bought the $95 of Casamigos for them. You're going to go and do the same thing for her. Um, but also, enough to know, like, crossing the lines with my friends. I don't... My, we don't cross the line over here, baby. We spoke. We speak when spoken to. We report when it's necessary. And we handle it. And I have... The good thing about people that I... My day one friends is that... Our loyalty and stuff run so deep that... They can handle situations behind my back and I would never know. And they would never throw it up in my face. It would just be handled and taken care of. If they have to defend me, they defend me and they keep pushing. Um, obviously, they'll give me the warning of like, hey, you, know, you should be careful when you're around this person because it ain't all love. Um, you know, it's fake love. But also part of girl code, not the little broke down Honda driving by. Um, part of girl code is also like for me and my friends, also girl code is like, how can I say this? Being able to put each other in our place respectfully. Like, nah, you was dead wrong for that. Don't do it again, blah, blah. Koya, you did this wrong, blah, blah. JB, you did this wrong, blah, blah. Nah, like, it was, it's, it's, we have that girl code where you can sit me down and say nah. And I, and people are probably like, that's not girl code. And it may not be girl code for you, but I, the conversation I had with the young ladies that I mentored, it was, it's definitely girl code for them. Um, and this is why, this is where I'm going with this. This was an episode for them. Sit me down and tell me that I'm wrong. Sit me down and tell me, nah, you're losing focus. Sit me down and say, nah, you did some... That episode with those black young men talking about mental health was great, and then you lo- you dropped the fucking ball. My friends could tell me that. That's girl code. My, my girl code with my friends is also, I have a big day coming up. They sit me down and they pep talk me. Listen, now, when you get home, when you turn your phone off, you put your phone on, do not disturb, and you focus on what you got to do. You wake up in the morning, you have your coffee, you do not get in your phone, you, you handle how you have to handle it, and you go out there and you conquer the world. That's girl code. Girl code is, hey, I know you're not feeling well, nine, but I need you to go out there and conquer the world in the best way that you can. And and that's just the the basis of my friendships. You know what I'm saying? It goes it goes deeper than that, and I just wanted to hit the, the nail on the head with this because these young ladies are, um, they're very young, and I, I want us to teach our girls from a very young age that they don't have to depend on men and I know y'all may be like nah what does that have to do with girl, with girl code but a lot of the time people feel like they have to have these agreements in place or these things in place to keep a man 
it, it, it's a man's world, so they got to rule around it. And that's not, that's not the case. You need girl code in place so that you can be the best woman that you can be. So that you can, so that you can have a, a, a healthy support system. So that you know what works for you and what doesn't work for you. So that when you go out into the real world and it's time for you to get contracts and thanks for your career, you can say, you know what, this is what I need from you. Because I realized now that I'm older, I need, I need mental health days from my friends. And I need mental health days from work. But if I would have been explained that a lot of the decisions that, that we make, and y'all have heard me and Shay say this before, a lot of the decisions that we make um, truly go based off of the relationship and the decision that we make and see being made as children. So if my mom is working seven days a week and spending 6, 8, 6 p.m. to 10 when I get ready to go to sleep and she's only spending that time with me i'm gonna think that that is okay that also helps me to believe that burnout is okay and that it's normalized and let's not normalize burnout let's not do it you ladies and gentlemen should not be working seven days a week for free for any job and i understand y'all be be like nah we see how hard you go for 100 girls leaving and that's a volunteer position yes but that is that for me that is where my passion meets my purpose but the moment i feel like i'm doing too much i can i can be like listen i'm 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 going back um but I say all this to say we have to teach our our children, especially our girls, and I don't want anybody to feel like I'm not. I can't teach a man. I can't teach a boy how to grow into a man. I can talk to him about some things that I've witnessed and experienced within my, you know, within my time of being a woman. Um, I can teach him those things, but I cannot teach him how to be a man. And where I can teach a woman, uh, a girl, to how to become a beautiful woman, I'm going to do so. And that starts with letting her know that girl code is great for you and your girlfriends, but it should not be on the basis of a man. And I hope my girls that do end up listening to this, I hope that you take note of everything that I say. You don't even have to come back and tell me that you listened to the episode. But I want you to apply these things to your life. One, because I have women up here who will come up here and talk to y'all and tell y'all. There were certain things about being a woman that they did not realize until they were 30 plus years old. I have women in my life and this is a blessing for me and I realize that this is not everyone does not have the same access to amazing people the way I do just the other day I had a conversation with someone she's 30 years old she has a daughter who is in seventh grade I believe I think she's I think her daughter's like 13 but she said to me not I wish I had people around me the way you did and I'm always so, when people say that to me, I know that they mean it in a good way, but I always want to know why. Why do you wish you had those things? What would you have done differently? And she said, nah, if people, if the people that you had around you now were around me when I was your age, I would not have my daughter. I would have been further in my career than what I am. And she told me, my daughter is a blessing. She loved that little girl. I love that little girl. Shit. <laughs> but... She told me I would have been so more focused on myself and becoming the amazing person that I am that I wouldn't have had time for other people and, and bullshit and making the wrong decisions. And I look back at my life and realizing I didn't have the opportunity to entertain certain things because the people in my life had so... I don't want to say I took the straight and narrow, but I had people in my life that was just like, you was not about to take this left turn. You need to go straight. Like, nope, you're not taking that left turn nine. I had people who were, that God's, it was just God's plan for them to be in my life. And I appreciate that so much. God be doing this thing when it comes to me. I'm, I have to be one of his favorites. 
Because when God be opening the doors, he's swinging things off the hinges. When it comes to putting me in contact with people and building my network, God has been doing amazing things in my life. And um, I realized that that's a, that's a privilege. That if I go next door, I have a next door neighbor who's the same age as me. And sis is, I think she turns 26 in August. And she has three kids, no baby daddy in the household, no support. She's on government assistance. And she tells me all the time, now you are living your life with the two of us. I live through you. When I see you going to these to these dinners and these parties and you have these cool meetings happening or you just chopping it up with some of the most amazing people, she said, I live through you. There are times where I'll be getting dressed to go out with my friends and I'll leave out of the house and she'll be like, you better go and take a shot for the two of us. And I realized that my success, it's my own, obviously, um, but it's, it's women who look like me who didn't have these opportunities as well. And I, I'll put this content out there for their daughters, for their children to be able to say, I have exactly what Nye has. And it's all about giving back. And I noticed some people, some of y'all be like, nah, you give back in your own way. But this particular thing right here, my podcast, this platform, anything that I do, I want everything that I was lacking to be accessible to girls who, who look like me. And it's not to say that the girls who don't look like me, they don't deserve the same resources, but it's not my responsibility to make sure that white girls have resources, that Spanish girls have resources. I need to make sure that my black princesses are growing up to be black queens, that my black princesses are have a seat at the table. If they don't want to take the seat at the table, they have the opportunity to not take it, but it, they need to know that it is offered to them. They need to know that black women are allowed in places and that we will be in places and that our voices will be heard and our feelings will be validated. And that is why I do everything that I do. I cannot thank Shay enough for sticking it out. I cannot, I cannot thank my supporters, like people who listen to us when we was first bullshitting up here. We have episodes where we had no clue what we was gonna talk about, but we needed to get up here and talk, and it blessed y'all. And it was just something. I don't wanna say it was meaningless to us, but it was just like, girl, we didn't even do all that, and it was a blessing to you. Um, I, 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 when we was nobodies, and I know people be maybe like y'all ain't nobody now, but listen, my city loved me like a college running back. <laughs> And that's something for me. Even even if it just stays as that, I know that I made an impact somewhere. And I appreciate everybody who's been on the ride, who's seen that. And I know there are times where y'all be tired of hearing my voice by yourself. Some of y'all be tired of hearing me when I'm by myself. And some of y'all be like, girl, you was preaching that episode of Just What I Needed to Hear. Again, I hope the young ladies that I work with, I hope y'all listen to this and take heed to everything that I'm saying. I hope that you adjust your life and, and adjust your lens and, and do what you got to do. Boys, men are not the only thing to offer in this world. And I know you may want your family, and I know you want a little fairy tale. You want to grow up and, and be the beautiful wife of a, of a great black man or a great white man, whoever it is. Y'all want to be the wife of somebody. Um, that's not all the life. It's not. And I want y'all to understand that and learn that at a young age. And also understand that y'all being able to listen to this is a privilege to y'all because it's some 40, 50 years old, 50 year old women who are just now learning that many all there is to life. So do with this information as you will. But I promise y'all, I'll be a little bit better with content. I got some, I'm, I'm being a little bit more strategic and intentional with how I'm spending my time. Um, but I will not let my listeners neglect it again let me know what y'all want to talk about let me know who y'all want to hear from and we'll make some shit happen y'all y'all know we always make some shit happen um but i love y'all be blessed